And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We're here once more to review another movie. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And the movie we're going to discuss now is Angels and Demons, directed by Ron Howard. It stars Tom Hanks reprising his role as Robert Langdon, the professor. Oh, he's a symbolist. (laughs) Yes, he is a symbolist. That's right. Right. And a professor. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. And he is called in by, of all people, the Vatican, Mm -hmm. because the Pope has passed away. They are preparing for a conclave where the cardinals are going to elect a new Pope, which they've been doing for thousands of years. And the four most likely cardinals to be chosen as the new Pope have been kidnapped. Mm -hmm. And a group is threatening to execute one of them every hour until midnight, at which time the entire Vatican City is going to be blown to pieces. Mm -hmm. I think this group is called the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Mm -hmm. That is an old-time religious group from the Middle Ages. They broke away from the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church took revenge upon them back 500 years ago, and now they've come back to get even, apparently. And Tom Hanks is the only guy in the world who can figure out what's going on here. (laughs) Well, to me, it looks like Ron Howard listened to the criticism from those who disliked the Da Vinci Code, and I thought that he changed the tone of Angels and Demons quite a bit. This picture is certainly much more of an action-adventure thriller, and they don't take those time outs and those kind of tedious moments when the characters sit down, as they did in the Da Vinci Code, and simply discuss ad nauseum certain concepts about art history or the Vatican and so on. That is not a part of this movie. Thank goodness. Yes. It's very long anyway. But it's pretty much a non-stop action. It begins with action and it continues that way and Tom Hanks plays most of the film on the run. He does indeed. <laughs> there are a lot of other interesting actors in this film. Ewan McGregor plays Camerlengo Patrick McKenna. Camerlengo means Chamberlain and he has been the assistant to the Pope and between the time that one Pope passes away and another is elected, the Camerlengo basically has all the powers and the authority of the Pope. He really runs the papal office, and he does it behind the scenes. He is not a cardinal, therefore he is not really eligible to become Pope right? unless something extraordinary happens. Yes. We also meet an Israeli actress, Ayelet Zur. She plays Vittorio Vetra. She is a researcher and a chemist. And her company in Switzerland have created antimatter. And I'm not going to go into the technical (laughs) explanation of all this. It's really just another fancy name for a big bomb, don't you think? It is a big bomb, and it is hidden somewhere, somewhere within the Vatican. And they pretty much have to find it within the next four hours, as well as find these four cardinals who are going to be executed. And, of course, it's up to the character, Robert Langdon, to solve the mystery and to figure out exactly where these cardinals are going to end up. And, of course, naturally he wants to save their lives. I thought that the puzzle part of the movie was interesting. I like the fact that Tom Hanks's character seems to be knowledgeable about just everything in the universe. (laughs) 
But anyway, Robert Langdon has to try and figure out where these cardinals are being held captive by the Illuminati. Hopefully, he'll get there in time to save their lives. Yes. So there is a whole concept here about the path of illumination in which he tries to fit clues together and figure out which church or which chapel or which part of the Vatican Cardinal A, B, C, or D is going to end up in. I liked that section of this movie very much. I did like it because it turned into a really a wild goose chase. I joked about it, but Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks does spend an awful lot of this film running. So does the actress Ilet Zurer as the female chemist on board. She has to run, but remember, she's doing it in high heels. That's right. (laughs) Not as easy. (laughs) Not as easy at all. Right. Two other very interesting actors in this film. Stellan Skarsgård plays Commander Richter. He is the commander of the Swiss Guard, which Mm -hmm. is the highly trained elite guardians in Vatican City. And Armin Mueller-Stahl, who plays probably the wisest cardinal. Mm -hmm. And we can't figure out if he's one of the good guys or one of the bad guys, but that's true of just about everybody in this film. I thought that's what they did very well in this film, because you really didn't know who the bad guys were. And I think that was part of the fun of this film, who was a demon behind the scenes. And you really don't know until the final frames. There were some problems with this film. It's not a perfect movie. Oh, no, it's not. One thing that I thought was kind of bothersome, and that was the Tom Hanks character incessantly commenting on everything that he sees, every objet, every mural, every painting, anything that he passes by, he seems to know something about it and lets us know. And Unfortunately, that kind of information gets to be annoying after a while, and it really is insignificant. Well, basically, it's shut up. We're looking for four guys who are going to be murdered. I don't care about the art. Well, after a (laughs) while, you did want to tell him, put a lid on it. He is probably the superhero know-it-all guy of all time, and I don't know that we'll ever see another character quite like this. My problem, Anne, and Mm -hmm. you and I are going to disagree about this. Okay. I felt that the whole film, which is two hours and 20 minutes long, is ponderous. It is very, very slow in places. And frankly, although I think the twists at the end, and there are several of them, and I don't want to give them away to those who have not seen the film yet, but I thought that the last 20 minutes of the film was absolutely ridiculous. I just stopped taking any of it seriously, and I thought, oh, Well, how come could on. you take anything in this movie seriously? I mean, this is, after all, a summer popcorn film. I think that the ideas here have a lot of creativity, and they're very far-fetched. So I think that the ending, the way it was framed, was the perfect note upon which to conclude such a fantastical movie as Angels and Demons. Okay, if you want to feel that way, then <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you, but I didn't really care for this film very much. And for that reason, I am giving it a flickering yellow light. For me, Angels and Demons was, you know, popcorn entertainment. Very, very beautiful to look at. I must say the cinematography is great. And the shots of the Vatican and Rome are really wonderful. So for me, I just kind of sat back and enjoyed the movie and took it at face value, nothing more. So I'm giving it a flickering green light. Okay, a flickering green light from Anne Elder. I'll be the angel and you be the demon. You betcha. So a green light from Anne, a yellow light from me on Angels and Demons, directed by Ron Howard. 
written by David Kep and Akiva Goldsman, and starring, of course, Armin Mueller-Stahl, Stellan Skarsgård, Eilat Zurer, Ewan McGregor, who is very good in this film, by the way. Excellent. Wonderful. And, of course, superhero, superbrain Tom Hanks playing Robert Langdon. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.